You're listening to Divorce Literacy with the Divorce Lending Association, a divorce podcast where we dig deep into issues of divorce that center around the marital home, other real property, and divorce mortgage planning, helping divorcing homeowners and their divorce team make more informed decisions regarding home equity solutions during and after divorce. Hi, Carrie. Will you do me a big favor and introduce yourself and tell us a little background knowledge about what you do, particularly in the divorce sector? Sure. Thanks for having me. Um, such a privilege to share about my business. So um, I own Trailhead Asset Mediation, and I am a CDFA, which stands for Certified Divorce Financial Analyst. Um My role in in divorce is functioning as the financial neutral, and most of my clients are using a collaborative mediation model, and so um, these cases do not go to litigation. Um, Background for me is that I was in real estate for quite some time. I've spent some time in software software sales and then um, worked for a financial advisor And all of those things kind of pointed towards this work and um, super unique. I never quite thought that I would end up here, but the work that I get to do is really showing up an opening space for partners to uncouple and um, have conversations that allow them to make decisions and um, versus going to litigation where judges are, you know, making the choices for your children and your finances. So so it's a privilege to be able to do this work. Awesome. Awesome. And um, um, I know that every divorce is unique. The people involved are unique. The circumstances are unique. Um, if you could change anything or give anyone a heads up about um, advice to someone about this process and starting down the path, particularly from your perspective, what would it be? I think, you know, the history of divorce is, I think the way that people think about divorce is that you each get an attorney and you kind of battle it out. And the, I think where it's headed and what's really getting some attention, and especially of even attorneys who are tired of seeing families be destroyed through the litigation process, is um, it's called collaborative law. And Everyone in this model is trained in mediation. And so we open space and sit with people and allow a lot of education to happen about the law, um, a lot of education about how finances can go. Um, some assumptions are that we just split everything down 50-50 and you know, the breadwinner hands over spousal support and um, the kids go back and forth. And those are kind of some big assumptions, but I think in the collaborative law model, um, the traditional model is that each party hires an attorney who is trained in collaborative law. And the goal of this is that a participation agreement is signed so that litigation is not an option. If things are not resolved in this model, then they the couple needs to go and find new attorneys and go to litigation if that's what they choose. But within this model, The team that's chosen, um, attorneys, usually a mediator who's also an attorney, and then a financial specialist that's a CDFA, and a therapist. Sometimes they're trained and called divorce coaches or parenting coaches. 
um, that help with the parenting plan come around and support them through this process. And it seems like more players might mean more money, but that's actually very, very unusual that it's more money because when you have litigating attorneys caucusing between mediation rooms, it has a really different feel and resolution is harder to come to. And so it ends up costing more money in the long run. Um, Attorneys cost more than therapists and CDFAs. And so, um, and, and when I say each couple, usually each partner usually hires their own attorney, it's usually as um, advising counsel. It's not a person who's coming to each meeting. And then the structure is we line it up usually three to four meetings, sometimes more if they're complex cases. But within those meetings, there's kind of agenda items that we try to get through and decisions that we try to come to and helping the um, the partners uncouple by having conversations. And so they're hearing each other's voices because if, especially with children, they're going to be co-parenting. And so that process of co-parenting never goes away. And, and so in light of this model, I think there is a wholeness that is kept within the family unit, even though people are moving into different, you know, houses and choosing different lives and styles or, you know, where, who they want to partner with, they are still co-parenting. And so this model really works for that. And then mediation um, gives some constructs for how to have conversation. And, and there's a lot of interrupting that can happen and a lot of emotion that comes up, especially around money. And so it's beautiful to see the model within mediation that kind of lays some groundwork and foundation for how we're going to have these conversations. And we have check-ins. So people get to kind of give a barometer on their anxiety levels. They come in and we acknowledge them as whole people. And um, so I I just, I can't talk enough about it because I think it's such a beautiful model for, for something that, you know, most of us can tell a lot of bad stories of friends who have been through divorce who don't speak and are always going to revise the parenting plan because they're just at each other's throats. And I, I've just heard so many stories of the beauty of mediation and what it offers. So wonderful. Wonderful. Um, and I can only imagine that someone with who really has that team put together is really going to be the one that um, is going to be the most successful and, you know, having that type of divorce. Um, what do you think someone should look for when trying to find um, someone in your role, for example? Yeah, I, I, you know, I love it when they start with me. Yes. <laughs> Only because I really appreciate guiding them to attorneys that are trained in mediation and collaborative law. And going before a judge is not an option. And so there's a commitment to, we, we want to make this work. We want to create a safe, trusting environment to have these conversations. And, you know, I don't know the statistics, but I've heard over and over again, the cases that go through collaborative law do not get renegotiated very often because the people are able to say what is important to them over and over again. We ask that question, you know, what do you need to see resolved in this? And Often when you're just using two opposing counsels and going possibly through to, you know, a judge, a hearing, um, there's things that get missed and then they end up not settled or not at peace 
And then they're paying more lawyer and legal fees down the road because things were not settled well. So I I just, I love the idea of this um, divorce model. And there's teams of people that work together over and over again and really become comfortable with this model. And so oftentimes it's a financial specialist and attorney slash mediator. Those two people, they end up co-mediating. So I co-mediate with different attorneys Um, And so we're on every call and the therapist slash parenting coach slash divorce coach comes in as a presence when needed. And because there's this like this team approach and everything is done as teams. So all emails, there's nothing going on separate. And so I think especially when there's a power imbalance with um, partners and one may not literally know anything about the finances. They've just said, you know, that person was the breadwinner or that person was financial. They felt really good at what they did and it seemed to all work out. They have no idea what retirement is going to look like for them. Or is the house paid off? Is there a line of credit on the house? You know, Um, so it's really eye-opening during this process, but it's coming out in front of all of us. And so as the questions arise or as the blood pressure goes up, you know, we pause and we take moments to say, you know, we're not looking back and trying to repair anything. We're not, there's no therapy happening, but in the moment, what is best? What is an equal distribution of assets? Um, And as a CDFA, I use a software called Family Law Software. It's standard in the industry. And I'm able to generate property statements, division of property statements. Um, We look at income and expense. We look how spousal support will affect each other, you know, one another's budgets. Um, we look at all of that through a lens that feels really um, easy to speak to because it's on the screen in a spreadsheet and it's not Excel. It's not, I'm not running formulas. I'm entering it into a standardized software that creates kind of a, a feeling of trust that we're we're talking about the same thing. And if there's three different scenarios, you know, one where one person gets the house, one where the house is sold let's liquidate assets and one where, you know, there's a couple of vacation rentals that are sold or kept. We can run all those scenarios and kind of see them laid out. And and it creates just a broader sense of everyone's on the same page. And and for people who are not financial, and there's a lot of people that are not financial, to see the numbers on paper is just so powerful. And, you know, a a lot of attorneys are not trained in the financials. Um, They have an understanding they, they do their best, they can speak to it, but to have someone behind the scenes really digging deep, especially when there's separate property prior to marriage or inheritance or gifts, all those dynamics, when you see them on paper, it just, it, it really helps the conversation. So I love the model of having an attorney trained mediator and a CDFA trained mediator co-mediate a case. It, it just feels really great. Awesome. Um, do you have one memorable case that you have worked on and, you know, what was the impact for you and for them? Yeah. I had a case um, about a year ago that had been in litigation for three years and they had not spoken. I think it had been five years since they had spoken because when the judgment was written, COVID hit and mm-hmm. neither of them could sign they could, neither of them could sign the judgment and file. They did not have peace about it. And so we brought them into a Zoom room and we did two mediations, rewrote the whole judgment and 
there were some tears. There was, it felt like a very transformative mediation in that something that felt so stuck and unsettled ended up in a place of both of them having peace and resolve. And um, there was no kids involved, but just in terms of some, uh, you know, emotional attachment to things they were able to speak to. And yeah, it, it was, it was actually just so beautiful to see litigation and, and I do want to I do want to say that there are instances where there are very high conflict personalities. There's domestic violence where I think maybe litigation is the only option. But I feel like the majority of the time using this model, it's just a really, really wonderful place for people to land who are going through so much. They're processing so much life change to be able to end, you know, in, in a place where it felt like I said what I needed to say. I felt heard. Um, you know, it's not always perfect and beautiful. It's, there's right. a lot of, um, you know, I think there's moments of, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Just um, where, where we're not all seeing eye to eye, you know, there's, there's not, we're not just moving along at this like beautiful pace and it's all working. There's a lot of dissonance in the air. I think when we're mm-hmm. talking about these things we're and about divorce, yeah. yeah, but I think working with an attorney and financial that have the emotional intelligence to make space for that part, um, it, it just, it can, it can end up really different for people who choose this path. Well, Carrie, I really appreciate you um, joining me today and sharing your valuable time and experience with me. Um, I totally respect what you do in your industry and and helping people going through what is oftentimes a really trying time. Um, Where can someone go who might benefit um, from your expertise and um, learn more about you? Thanks for asking. Um, My website is trailheadassetmediation.com kind of a mouthful, but I love the idea of um, starting at the trailhead with people and knowing that we're going to be on a journey for a season and a lot of things are going to come into play and I'm going to keep showing up. And um, so that's the trailhead part. And then obviously assets, we um, talk about all things money and mediation is the model that we use. And um, as a trained mediator, opening space for people to really be heard and move at a pace that sometimes feels uncomfortably slow, which is really interesting. I I hear a lot of people say, I just want to wrap this up. I just want to get everything finished and wrapped up. And so the mediation model helps us slow down a little bit to um, ask all the questions we need to ask. So yeah, so www.trailheadassetmediation.com. Awesome. And is there any one last thought you'd like to leave us with today? No, I just, I, I'm very thankful that you're finding the space to, to bring light to because um, a lot of people that call me have no idea. They just, you know, I, you know, some people, some counties in Oregon require mediation to start. And so that's what some people, how some people find me, but to really be aware that this model is the best for the whole, especially when there's kids involved to have a parenting plan in place and have a coach helping through that. So I just, I really hope it takes off. Um, Most of our work, most of my work, honestly, is in the Valley. And I feel like it's picking up up a pace in Bend. I I definitely am getting more phone calls from um, Bend clients, but I just really hope that people hear more about this Right. Uh, model that that collaborative law it, it offers so much to the whole of the family. So 
Thank awesome. you. Thanks so much, Carrie. I appreciate your time and um, appreciate you being with us today. Thank you. Take care. Okay, bye. Thanks for listening to Divorce Literacy. Discover more strategies and solutions on divorce mortgage planning at divorcelendingassociation.com.